Today, I'm joined by Darren Winterford, the founder of EdApp, which is a micro-learning platform that's revolutionizing the way that education is both delivered and consumed on the go. The fantastic conversation because we talk about innovation in the education space, both past and future. We hear about how Darren and EdApp have just received $4 million funding from Safety Culture, and also Darren shares his top resources to help you grow your business. Let's get into it. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Make It Happen show. I'm joined here by Darren Winterford. Darren, how are you doing? Good, thanks. Excellent. Thanks for having me. Darren's the founder of EdApp, which is a revolutionary mobile education application. Uh, you're uh, coming to five years old. That's right. Uh, you're up to now serving up 35,000 lessons a day. That's How right. on earth have you made that happen? Yeah, well, we um, were extremely lucky, I would say. We saw a really big opportunity in enterprise, you know, mm-hmm. at the big end of town. Um, in corporate education. Mm-hmm. We've all worked in those jobs where, you know, you might on board or you might have to do some learning in the course of your career. And it's very much, you know, a case of next, 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 and, you know, uh, uh, extremely boring flash file presented to you and 45 minutes of, you know, of hell. Yeah. Um, you know, it, that system really, we found just, you know, doesn't work. You've got people there that leave it till the last minute, till the last possible second that their manager says, hey, you need to do that piece of yeah. learning. And it's very much that old system of manager says to employee, hey, you know, you've got to complete this piece of learning. And so um, we looked at that and thought, you know, there's got to be a way um, in for today's you know society and, and today's workplace that people actually want to learn in mm. a corporate environment. There are people out there that actually are generally passionate about their jobs. And, you know, we've got high turnover in terms of staff. People mm. aren't staying in roles as long as they as long as they used to. And what's happening is we're losing a lot of that information and mm. a lot of that knowledge from within an organization. Mm. Um, and it's not being shared, it's not being learned. So again, um, you know, it's fundamentally broken. And I guess that's how you know, we were able to get to get inside that to think look, there's got to be a, another way, something you know, mm. something here that needs to be solved. Yeah, it's interesting because people are inherently very, very curious. Like That's when right. you're going to uh, try and learn about something that you are interested in, like you yep. will, you'll you'll go down that rabbit hole. That's and watch YouTube videos on it. And and it's funny you say YouTube because you know in the in the 80s and 90s, um, these kinds of you know that industry it's sometimes referred to as an LMS, a learning management mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it makes it uh, possible for an author somewhere to put together a course on, let's say it might be leadership. Mm -hmm. And that's produced by an agency somewhere who may have produced it several years ago based on some content that was produced even earlier than Mm -hmm. that. It's Mm -hmm. delivered up into one of these files and here's this 45 minute, you know, flash file on on leadership. Now, what happened with the advent of of YouTube and Google, et cetera, is people were like, well, if I'm gonna learn at work, if I'm gonna learn about leadership principles, I'm not going to, you know, learn in the company LMS. I'm going to mm. jump into YouTube. Yeah, just you know? follow follow their and, interest. Uh, yeah, and there'll yeah. be there'll be a, a you know a TEDx talk, or there'll be something that's far more relevant mm. that'll help me coach a team than something that's being provided to me, you know, by the by my company. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's again, you know, a signal for the need for something that's used in the corporate workplace that um, does really provide, you know, a platform for this dis- distribution of corporate education material that's much more modern, much more mm. relevant, and can come from you know, your peers as opposed mm-hmm. to something that's come mm-hmm. you know, necessarily from down on high. Yeah, so you've seen this, this big opportunity, right? Yep. We've got to deliver education in a much more compelling way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so how was EdApp born to leverage that opportunity? So we, we initially started out focused on um, helping, it was like a sales enablement tool, really, mm-hmm. to try and help 
salespeople talk to their customers. Mm -hmm. And um, we thought it was enormously successful. And I guess that was one lesson for us is we actually thought, you know, we were doing <laughs> all the right things. And um, we were lucky that a customer um, brought in one of the large consulting firms just to do some analysis on whether or not our tool, you know, was actually working. Mm. And look, it was, mm -hmm. but, the, but this firm came and, you know, um, thanks for them to doing that, came and, and knocked on the door and said, look, we just want to let you know we conducted this piece of research mm -hmm. and, you know, it's doing great, but we think you've identified and you've hit on something else that's probably even a bigger opportunity, mm -hmm. which is around employee education mm -hmm. um, across the board, not just sort of sales enablement. And when we tapped into it and, and started to research, we realised that, what we were doing was breaking up content into really small pieces mm -hmm. and then delivering it over time to these, you know, um, to these field forces. And as a, as a result of them going through that with customers, they were retaining that information. Mm. And then they were able to start recalling these core concepts. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, um, this firm pointed out, maybe you want to be you know, having a look at that space because employee engagement and employee education is super, super difficult and no one seems to have cracked it. And so, Effectively, we, we had a look at it and we said, all right, well, what's broken is, first of all, the authoring. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really difficult to put something out there. You know, we've got intranets, we've got these LMSs, you mm -hmm. know, we've got email, etc. But it, it's not enough for people to learn from. It's a communication point of view, but, it's, but you're not learning anything. And someone who spent a lot of time in LMSs over the past 15 years or so, yeah. they are clunky as hell, particularly yeah. from an authoring point of view. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we looked at the authoring tool and we said, how can we make that very easy mm -hmm. for, yes, someone in, that might be in HR or L&D to be able to pull together a course in record time. Mm -hmm. We're not interested in bringing out in courses necessarily from the outside. We're interested in people being able to shape content that's within an organization. Mm -hmm. People that mm -hmm. are the, what we call the subject matter expert. So okay. we put together this tool for them to be yep. able to do it. Then we want, it, we want to make sure it's able to be consumed in a way that you know, we all like and, and it's something that we're all familiar with, which of, of course is the smartphone. Mm -hmm. So we put together mm -hmm. basically this deli delivery vehicle, which is an app that talks to you whenever you've got some learning that's required. Mm -hmm. And you, as, as I suggested earlier, take this very small bite-sized piece of learning mm. and you do that over time. And so rather than spending 45 minutes doing you know, a piece of work, you'll break that up and do it over a course of a number of, uh, a number of sessions. Yeah. And you can do it right there on your smartphone. You can do it on the bus on the way to work. You can do it while you're at work. Mm. And it's actually better learning. You'll actually start retaining some of that information. Mm. So what is, what is bite-sized? So bite size is probably around four to five minutes. Okay. Um, we tend to find after that time, the data shows that you will start to get, you know, that mm. sort of drop off of people that start saying, it's, I guess we can all relate to it. It's, it's you know, we've got, let's say, 10 minutes before a bus comes. We've mm -hmm. got a few minutes before a meeting. If something, if a task is too long, mm -hmm. then, okay, it's always going to get put sort of for Friday afternoon. Mm -hmm. You know, we've all got those tasks, don't we? You <laughs> Maximum know, all, learning time, Friday you know afternoon. I mean? <laughs> yeah. We've all got, but all those tasks that we get given in our work life, it's like, I've got to do that. All right, it's a 30 minute break. I'll, I'll put that somewhere. I'll yeah. star it in my email or we've all got those. And what this tries to do is say, okay, here is a five minute break. Here mm. is an opportunity for you to quickly jump in and top up your knowledge on this particular topic, mm. which is important for you at work. And so there is a relationship between the learner and the author mm -hmm. to make sure that they're clearly told, you know, this is only going to take four minutes. Okay, well, I can definitely look at that now. Yep. But we understand that it takes more than that mm -hmm. and that humans sometimes do need a bit of a, a, bit of a push along. <laughs> so what we also do is we've brought in a, a large amount of gamification. And yep. so within that learning, embedded in that learning are small games. Mm -hmm. we've, we've tried to make sure that whatever you're trying to teach, so it's very content agnostic, mm -hmm. that you can make it very game-like. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the great things about the platform. 
And so when you're you know, engaging, you're earning this virtual currency called stars. Mm. And what your employer does, just to give you that nice little motivation, is they upload typical gift cards, like your you know, um, movie vouchers, coffee vouchers, Apple, you know, iTunes, Amazon, etc. And what we do is we run this continual game of chance in the background mm. or game of skill where um, they'll earn these stars for taking their, uh, their learning. They'll even earn them for opening the app each day, for example, mm -hmm. and they can go on streaks, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then they can use those stars to try and bid against their other cohorts to try and win those prizing. So there's also this really little cool. fear of missing out, which really works. <laughs> even if the prize is a cup of coffee, yeah. it works because people you know, go on a, onto a leaderboard and they say, yeah. you know, like, hey, you know, I won today. So you know, talking here about your, your Pong leaderboard, I'm not sure <laughs> if that's something you talk about on, on camera. I'm sure very important leaderboard here. Very important leaderboard. <laughs> um, it works in exactly the same way. And so you do find that there are people that are you know, making sure they're keeping up also yeah. because there is a little bit of this FOMO. There's other work, yeah. other people yeah. in their workplace also sharing and, you know, getting through that, that particular types of work. Yeah, well, you, you touch on all the, all the core elements there of yeah. gamification, isn't it? There's yeah. like um, constant small rewards. That's it. You're working towards some bigger prizes. That's it, instant gratification. Yeah. So that gets delivered straight away. Yeah. And we find in the retail sector, it works brilliantly. We have a lot of retail clients around mm -hmm. the world. Um, here in Australia, for example, Pandora, the, the jewelry mm -hmm. company, they've got somewhere between 3,000 and 5,000 staff. Mm. You can imagine, you know, relatively high turnover, it's retail, but they've got a very intricate product, a particular way they like to sell the, the product. They're very, you know, proud about, mm. you know, the product being Danish, etc. So a lot of things they need to get across to a workforce that probably has quite a high turnover. Mm -hmm. And so the product is perfect in that regard because you've got young millennials coming in onboarding, mm -hmm. using Ed to be able to get across all of their ways of selling and what they understand about the product and how they would like it sold. And of course, every product drop that would occur, you know, mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. that sort of typical retail environment. And straight away, you know, we hear back from those particular learners that look, you know, daily, they're sort of checking Snapchat, they're, they're che checking, you know, Facebook, and then they're checking Ed app. If, and that's that's what we're trying to drive. If yeah. they're opening Ed app first thing in the morning, along with all their other social media ones, you're, you're really ingrained we're it ingrained in their it. life. And yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, that particular client, you know, I think they're enjoying something like 90% completion rates. They yeah, can't, wow. they, you know, they put up a, some courseware and it's consumed straight away. So, um, you know, we've got some clients that will talk about we touch more people in their organization than their intranet. Mm. And their biggest battle sometimes is keeping other departments off because they <laughs> want to keep it as, you know, this very pure, yeah. you know, learning environment. And yeah, we'd like to take it a little bit further as well and say, okay, at, we've provided this tool that enables subject matter experts within an organization to quickly put together a lesson for the benefit of, of everyone. But also on the device itself, because we're so mobile focused, you can flip the device around, mm -hmm. which has got a brilliant camera on it, and record yourself making a contribution to some courseware. Ah, so great. the point is, and, and they will be rewarded for that, guess More what? Points, More stars. points, so yeah. therefore stars and therefore <laughs> prizing. So, um, you know, it really does come full circle that we're trying to make sure that we think that a lot of companies inherently have the skills internally. They're just sometimes focused in other areas of the business or an area of business that you may not be present in. Mm. And so that idea around, you know, peer, peer learning, which actually, you know, as we sit here, I guess is yep, you know, exactly what you're about. <laughs> That's what we're trying to in, in, encapsulate as well, is this idea that learning can come from the center, it can come from within, but can mm. also come from, from outside. And we've got, you know, some great examples. We work with Mercedes-Benz, um, you know, in, in very big markets like North America. And there we're talking about tens of thousands of learners. And again, it, it can be that the something from the center, let's say in this case, probably from their parent company, mm. comes out that says this is the way that, you know, you should sell a particular product. Mm -hmm. 
But you'll always have, and I think we can always identify, particularly in a sales environment, that you've got some salespeople that probably just know the right triggers when yeah. either a male, a female, someone with a young baby walks into their dealership, they know exactly what they're going to say. And they can contribute that? And they can contribute that. That's, that's and so really that cool. then helps absolutely everyone. Yeah. And so we're all about, you know, if you like, raising you know, raising the tide internally, you know, mm. across all areas. So someone mm. in finance that may, for example, know the best possible shortcuts on how to actually achieve something. These are, are lessons, if you like, or knowledge that can't be taught from an external library. Mm -hmm. You can't go and subscribe to a library, which has been in the past a very easy way out for L&D departments. Yeah. Oh, just go and buy that catalogue on leadership. That'll oh, be yeah, fine. Oh, yeah, you get all the courses you could ever possibly need that aren't really relevant to anyone. And as yeah. a result, you know, their subscription rates are very high yeah. and the penetration is super yeah. low. So you've talked about uh, you've talked about uh, the adoption of the education. I can mm -hmm. absolutely see it getting ingrained in the way people go about their work mm -hmm. uh, and completion rates. But yeah. what kind of business benefits do some of these companies get? I know it's probably a bit hard to quantify. Yeah. Oh no, it's not actually. Um, so what we've seen is, if we're talking again, we're talking retail or we're talking internal efficiencies. There are enormous benefits that can be brought from people that. Um, if we're talking in, in a sales perspective, for example, if someone walks into a store, for example, or someone is uh, ringing a call center, mm. there's nothing more frustrating than a person that doesn't know what they're talking about. Mm. And worse, it's when the customer knows more than the person in the store because <laughs> they've done their research on Google oh, or yeah. on YouTube. And so, you know, we know the statistics on, you know, those sorts of visits that come in and, oh, look, you don't know what you're talking about or you can't help me on how much revenue loss there is there. Mm -hmm. If we can bring all of everyone across an organization up to speed, then obviously the benefits from a sales perspective also are, are enormous. Yeah. Internally, efficiencies on having, again, the finance department be able to make sure that we capture this is the, the proper way to go about, about this process. From a leadership point of view, look, I'm gonna be able to educate my team mm. in a much more dynamic uh, way. If I've got a, you know some new team leads, let's talk about businesses that are scaling, for example, mm. one of the biggest problems is middle management because they are people that have probably been with the company for a couple of years they're probably younger mm -hmm. and they're just all of a sudden starting to manage their first people yeah now that's a really big problem you know traditionally for mm -hmm. scale-ups mm -hmm. and so you can use a tool like this so as an entrepreneur you can sit back and say okay i know that i can capture mm. you know what i would like to get across to my team leads they can then do the same thing to be able to use that tool as those businesses scale you're not letting you know, external influences that frankly haven't helped you build your business, mm. you're keeping that culture intact by using the knowledge that's around the room. So therefore it has a, you know, a really enormous impact. I can see that really replacing, so one of the areas that um, growing businesses, mm -hmm. um, one of the challenges they have is how do we capture all the information that's here yep. and stop people asking the same question every single time. And uh, operations manuals tend yep. to be like the obvious solution, but yep. they're very static and yep. they're hard to keep up to date and they're not very dynamic and they're not yep. mobile. So that's something right. like this could be a replacement for that. And that's what we see. We see onboarding is, mm -hmm. a, is a huge part. Um, compliance training, which sometimes yep. is needed, and, and, and you know, not, sometimes not the, the most fun content in the world, but definitely is needed. Product training, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're a scale up again, we're talking about sales staff, we're talking about processes, all of that. You know, the real risk sometimes is you know it could be in jeopardy. So we mm -hmm. can take care of all of that. Yep. Um, so I guess they're sort of, you know, and then, the, and then the soft skills, you know, I don't like calling them soft skills, but that's what they're referred to. You know, your leadership, your negotiation, mm -hmm. all of those things that sort of go cross department. Mm -hmm. Again, all of that can be also captured in mm -hmm. there and, and, and released. And, and honestly, I think when people see good content, 
they realise, you know, how much they haven't had anything like that in the past. There has been this void and they have been going out to, you know, the YouTubes and the like because they haven't found anything mm. that will solve those problems for them. On the back end, are you starting to gather a lot of in, a lot of data and information about what makes for good content? Oh, wow. That's a great question. So within the authoring tool, one of the unique things is that we use... If, if someone's going to use it internally and mm. they're not an instructional designer, they're someone that just, you know, we want to make them a teacher... What we've put together are these templates that they just drag and drop like PowerPoint. Mm -hmm. And that effectively makes a lesson. And they're highly interactive and beautiful. And we take care of that for them. But they mm. just need to hang their content on it. Now, with the numbers of lessons that were being consumed per day, we get a lot of data back on what completion rates look like, where people get stuck, where also knowledge is retained. So I need to explain a little bit about that in a second. But what we can tell is what actually structure is a great lesson. So in fact, we can let the data start to tell us what does a good lesson look like? And in fact, what's the best possible lesson look like? Mm. So the data we're actually able to give back to authors or subject matter experts to actually say, you know what, we're gonna hold your hand through this. This is actually the perfect structure. Do you have a video? Perfect. Put that yeah. in there, that's 30 seconds long. We're then gonna ask a couple of assessment questions just to make sure they understand what they're talking <laughs> about. And then we're gonna play a small game. And that, that works beautifully. Then what we have in the platform is something called Brain Boost. Mm -hmm. And it's a form of what's called space repetition. I'm not sure if you know what space repetition is. Uh, vaguely, run, run us but through it. Have you ever used Duolingo? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Duolingo uses exactly the same algorithm as us. It's called SM2. Mm -hmm. And what it will do is it's learning what you learn and how you learn. Mm -hmm. And if you were to come across a piece of content, let's say we're doing something on, yeah, it might be some product training, and we get something incorrect then that goes into a, a queue mm -hmm. and you'll be shown that content again at a mm. frequency that suits you that will make sure that you're going to retain that information. Yeah. So basically, your employer can say, right, we want to identify these topics are things we want everyone across the business or someone just in sales or someone just in engineering mm -hmm. to keep top of mind, to mm -hmm. be able to recite, to mm -hmm. be able to you know, recall. And when they mark that in a tool as this is important, mm. we will then use this feature called Brain Boost. It will automatically generate new lessons mm -hmm. based on that content, which will make sure that it is retained top so of mind. So it changes it up automatically you and, got it. and serves it up in a slightly different way. Yep, and yeah. it will do, do that over time yeah. so that you don't just see it straight away. Um, there's, yeah, so, there's, yep. there's so many interesting threads coming. So mm. having been in the education space, mm. for, well, pretty much this is my, my career, there's so yep. many things like the, um, obviously the gamification in there. Yep. This is like an adaptation or extension of, of mastery. The concept right. of like, you can't just kind of get a pass in a topic right. and move on because that 30% yep. that you don't know might actually come and bite you later on. So yep. you've got to be keeping on serving it all up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of really great stuff coming in here. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, the space is I evolving. And I think that, there are some, you know, more and more players looking at corporate education because, again, we are spending less time, you know, in roles. Yep. We tend to, to move through roles faster. And um, we don't... It's very dangerous to have a lot of that knowledge leave when someone walks out the door. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's really about making sure that everyone can identify in their, in their workplace, you know, who those people are that, you know, hey, he's particularly good at that and she's actually fantastic at, at why. And from a management point of view, actually, that's really useful to know, like, who are the hubs of knowledge? Yeah. Who, and who are the ones that can uh, articulate to others how the business that's operates? Right. Like, you're going to wanna, you're gonna want to look after them. That's right. Yeah. And, so, and that's one of the things we're really focused on is this peer creation because mm. you want to say, okay, someone over there that may not be highly visible, let's say in, in mm -hmm. today's environments where people are working from home and traveling a lot, et cetera, that are creating some courseware very simply using a camera, mm. you know, built in the device. And... Look, it's highly rated content. P 
people are watching it. People are saying, wow. And, and we do tend to find that peer-created content will be viewed and engaged with more than something external mm. because, you know, yeah, that makes sense. there's a little yep. bit more skin in the game. People, yep. oh, I yep. really want to see what, you know, Barry at sales, <laughs> you know, what, what's his, what he's up to. And so that also helps to identify within an organization, oh, you know, wow, it's, um, these are maybe some of our hidden gems of people that actually are very thorough and very thoughtful when mm. it comes to, let's say we're talking about negotiation and they actually can articulate, well, these are the ways that I've actually landed these particular deals. Or if we're talking operations and we've got someone that, that might be very studious when it comes to their approach to health and safety or their approach to, you know, using a certain, you know, tool or forklift or whatever it might be. So, um, yeah, it, it's another way that we can bring up those people that, again, just may not be the the noisiest mm. in an organization, but actually are probably those that we should be listening to. Yeah, that's really great. What I've loved as you've been going through all of this is mm -hmm. I can absolutely see the similarities with safety culture. Mm -hmm. uh, as in, you're, you're both working in areas that um, yeah. had not had a lot of innovation for a long time, and, yeah. and they are super important to businesses to get this yeah. right, to get the education bit part, to get um, health and safety right. Yeah. Uh, and then also you're both starting to gather all this data around like what does good look like yeah, that right. didn't used to exist before. That's right. Uh, and so I can see, absolutely see the complementarity between the two businesses. Yep. And that I'm sure that's why you guys started down the path of um, yep. you just had an investment from safety that's culture. Right. Yep. Uh, what are some of the plans? Are there any plans to bring some of the product together? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any, there's any doubt that um, what safety culture have done really, really well is, um, you know, they have the ability to highlight uh, incidents that might be occurring in a workplace. They're able to also... Um, look at recording those and mm -hmm. making sure that they don't happen with regular inspections, etc. cetera, that mm -hmm. their software does um, brilliantly. Um, you know, I guess if there's also a, a training element to that, which is, you know, how to train in best practice and yep. what great looks like, and particularly if a peer can also teach you that, then obviously you can start to that, see some of the yeah. some of the reasons that that um, yeah we're working together. Pretty, yeah, it's a pretty seamless process. There, like yeah, you need both hands. So that's, that's really right. exciting. Yeah, so, um, what are some of the things that you are? So you, you raised, uh, I think it was four million dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily looking for money, actually. That that's makes right. for a very interesting story. But yeah. now that you have a bit of a war chest there, what, what are you that's using right. some of that uh, to expand the business? Um, so we're very um, it, we're obviously an Australian-born business, mm -hmm. um, and we did. We were lucky enough to to be born global. So we had an office in New York and an office in London. Mm -hmm. um, quite quickly from my history, which was actually agency side. So we were able to see what was going on in, in business to, um, you know, even begin to enter this enterprise space mm -hmm. and looking at, as I was saying, sales enablement. Um, but we really have bolstered those teams out. So um, already, and you know, it, I guess 80% of our revenue comes from outside of Australia, which is pretty amazing, wow. given that we're based here yeah. in, in humble yeah. Sydney. Um, so we've got, you know, larger sales teams in, in New York. We've got some more engineers also in New York. We've, um, you know, got ourselves a nice foothold in, uh, in London as well. So um, we've got, you know, European and American clients with some fantastic people over there, um, some of which have been sent from here. Others are, you know, are locals. And we've really been able to try and, you know, bolster those teams. Mm -hmm. And I, I guess at the moment, it's really about... Um, you know, scaling our sales and marketing, mm -hmm. um, as well as our engineering. But this, I think next month, we'll go to Europe's largest learning conference where the badge sponsor will go in wow. and actually make a statement to say, hey, we're here. So that's obviously super exciting. Mm -hmm. um, we will go to uh, some large conferences in, in the Eastern Seaboard of the United States, the largest in the world there for um, in the US, and um, really start to, I guess, probably be a little bit more aggressive uh, in sales and marketing. Mm. Um, we have been... Um, quite good in terms of, um, you know, a product that has been discovered. Mm -hmm. um, what we haven't done a lot of, um, and it's something that 
you know, we really focused on engineering and, and coming up with a great product. Um, now we probably need to start telling some more people, I mm. guess, would be yeah, the, the way that we'll be spending that. Well, yeah, that's a very important and interesting yeah. area in that you, I, I imagine you are largely an enterprise sales that's model. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's not, not necessarily, well, actually, this is one of the big differences from safety culture and that yep. they're, they're picked up by the individual, whereas you, you, go, you go company first. Yep. So how does, that, how does that sales process work? What do you need to focus on? If I knew, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're figuring that out. <laughs> um, no, look, it's it's it is about um, for us, you know, that you've got, I guess, at the moment, some real shifts in in HR tech or in L and D, mm -hmm. where you do have people exploring and they are looking actively for these types of tools. Mm. Um, we've been really lucky that in this micro learning space, as we call it, we would be one of the dominant players. So mm -hmm. we would be invited to the table if people are looking at yeah. micro learning, yep. which is great. Um, but really, we, we try and add as much value to the community as we can. We're out there talking about micro learning. We're pulling together conferences of our own. I wouldn't call them conferences. They're more like speaker panels. Mm -hmm. But because we're so... Um, uh, we are an authority on microlearning. We have one coming up in February in New York, and it's just a panel discussion. But we've got the likes of Facebook, Slack, UNICEF, Johnson & Johnson, JP Morgan Chase, and Merck, the pharmaceutical company. All of their heads of learning will be on our panel. Wow. Yeah. Pretty so exalted company. They're, they're, they're yeah. companies that, you know, really are, um, are major forces in their respective industries, but all of them recognize, you know, the importance of microlearning. You know, mm. Some of them are users of our product. Some of them aren't that want to come along and, and talk about, you know, I think the name of our, the conference coming up is Training Goliath, and it's all about how do we move these massive companies yeah. and how, how do we make this spread. So um, we're very lucky that way. I would say that we have taken very much a category leadership approach. Mm. We like to go and talk about our product uh, to enterprise. We, we do like to get involved in the conversation. Um, there is a lot of, I would say, um, as I said, change happening. So mm -hmm. we can... Um, you know, easily identify which of these larger companies are still running some of these, you know, legacy systems and start those conversations yeah. on um, learning and development. And, you know, uh, we know, obviously, if, if the current e-learning, you know, engagement rates, I think it's about 15%. Mm. Um, and That'd we're, be generous. And we're, and we're yeah. able to get numbers more like 80 then, you know, we're not there telling them, oh, look, and it's an extra 10%. It's yeah, not yeah. incremental. It's a transformation. Yeah, yeah. And, and we do talk about that. We do talk to enterprises that want to create a learning culture. We're talking mm -hmm. about, you know, and they're probably the same types of progressive companies that are taking on, you know, yeah, safety culture products or Culture Amp or yeah. any of these, sorts, you know, people that are passionate about I was going to mention Culture Amp because mm. I, I straight away saw, a, a, yeah. yeah, there's a complementary nature there. Have you done yeah. any work with them or? No, we haven't. No, yeah. we haven't. But that's, again, um, I've got to say we've been pretty um, heads down on, on products. And yeah. I think we're at a stage now where we would like to be talking to more people. And I think 2019 for us will yeah. be that, especially internationally. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're, we've really been quite surprised at just how quickly um, and how progressive I think some of the American organizations are that have taken on our product. Mm. Um, it's a country that's great doing, doing business with. They're, they're, they're optimistic. Um, they um, are very interested in, mm. in new technology. Um, and we've found some really wide-scale deployments there quite quickly. So yep. it's uh, potentially not as conservative as people think. Wow. Mm. Now, speaking of new technology, so yes, yeah, yep. so you've, you've really baked in, so micro-learning, mm -hmm. mobile first, so you were right at the vanguard of two of those yep. big trends coming through. Yep. What are some of the things coming up in education that you can see? Well, I think um, from, you know, immediately, I think, looking at machine learning mm -hmm. um, is definitely going to be something that will yeah. be interesting for learning. If, if we go back and talk about our template-based <laughs> approach. Not that, not that the machines can learn so that we don't have to. That's right. <laughs> but how they can help make learning better, yeah. I think, is, is the key. And I think um, if we look at the way that our tool is structured, we're very much 
getting set for the ability mm. to, to really be able to guide authors. So if we can make authoring easier and we can make the experience for the learner better, then you know everyone's going to win. Mm -hmm. And ultimately our tool is very well set up to start saying, okay, well, actually subject matter expert or you know, just just give us the content, just tell us what you know, and we will tell you the best way to teach it. Well, that'd be amazing. I think it was yeah. not, it's not far away. Wow, so exciting, exciting okay. journey so far, exciting times ahead. Definitely. All right, we've uh, got a couple more questions to go okay, through sure. here to wrap up, which I haven't seen, Okay. and you sure as hell haven't seen. <laughs> okay, let's so, see uh, so we try and get through these in okay. under one minute. Under one minute, oh, well. All right, I've okay. got, uh, looks like I've got five questions here. Thanks very much. The rapid fire minute, let's make it happen. Okay. okay. Uh, what has been your most satisfying moment in business so far? Uh, probably recruiting key personnel and wow. being absolutely stoked that they joined me. Fantastic, and that is such a common thread to everyone yeah. we're talking about. Really, that's awesome. If other people come with you, that's most important. That's, that's, yeah. that's a win. Excellent. Uh, would you rather never use a search engine or social media again? Social media. It's gone. <laughs> All right, what's something new that you've learned in the past year? Something new that I've learned in the past oh, year? Oh, you would have learned everything. Let's call it this year. Yeah, let's call it the last two months. <laughs> um, I think that we've had a lot of interesting discussions with um, people senior in business about, um, you know, yeah, probably team building and, and taking people with you. And um, I think the most interesting thing I've, you know, been exposed to are some of those practices on um, surrounding yourself with and, and um, motivating you know, senior management that mm. can really help you go from incremental growth to that sort of 5x, 10x that people are looking for. Fantastic. All right, if you had the chance to start Ed App again, Ooh. what would you do differently? What would I do differently? I mean, I, it wouldn't be much. Um, <laughs> we've been, you know, I think you learn from some of the bumps. Yeah. And um, I think, you know, I, I wouldn't take... I wouldn't take away anything. Um, I've really enjoyed the experience. Uh, maybe some of the late hours dealing with, you know, uh, the other side of the world. So maybe one thing I'd learn is, you know, go and base yourself over there. <laughs> but but in reality, you love being you love being an Australian. You love um, being on the phone at two a.m. It, it, it's what makes it, you know, yeah. all the more fun. And those bumps along the way, that's where you really learn the lessons. That's yeah. If, yeah. You, if you're not going to go through that, you know, it's like. It's like you know our lack of seasons here in Australia. You know, sometimes you've really got to go through a deep winter to under, to really appreciate the summer. <laughs> yeah. Whereas we just all walk around here like, oh yeah, it's, it's all great. Warm. <laughs> oh, it's warm today, right? And you're like, well, really? <laughs> all right. And for entrepreneurs out there who want to start embracing tech and data in their business, yeah. uh, what's the first thing they should do to make that happen? Uh, I think they should do some reading. I yep. think there is so much great. Uh, material out there. Uh, subscribe to your blogs. Um, I can recommend a few. Yeah, I'd, what, what I'd, are your top go-to places? Um, I would look at, um, if you're in ad tech or anything tech-related, look at uh, Mobile Fix, which comes mm -hmm. out on a Friday. That's mm -hmm. out of the UK. Um, I would subscribe to some of the, I think some of the most smartest people, fortunately or unfortunately, are in VCs. So mm -hmm. there's a guy called Ben Evans. His blog is fantastic. Oh, yep, yep, yeah, I know, that's yep. really worth looking. Benedict Evans, I think it might be, if you search that. CB Insights. Ooh, sure. uh, I, I used to have a look. I yeah, haven't recently. My favourite newsletter. Good one, okay. Super geeky. CB Insights, I'm looking <laughs> at that. Um, and I think that's where, you know, forming your own opinion and, and, and reading and, and assessing for yourself where you think, you know, things will go. I, I think that... Um, there's certain stages that are right for you now. And yep. I think sometimes people instantly go to the headline and I think not everything has to instantly happen at once. I think 
keeping a head on your shoulders and making sure you go, I think, with your gut on mm -hmm. where you are and what you're ready for, mm -hmm. um, I, I think is really important. So I would try and be the person in the room that maybe doesn't know the most, but you certainly shouldn't should know what you're talking about. Excellent. So so main bit of advice is get in there, learn as much as you possibly can. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Darren, because everyone's got that time, right? <laughs> well, yeah, we got that. Well, but the thing, fortunately, I hear there's a really good app that you can learn on the go. That's right. Excellent. Darren Winterford, thank you very much no for coming worries. in and having a chat with us today. Absolutely awesome to have you on the show. Thanks we'll a lot. see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of the Make It Happen Show. If you love what you heard, hit subscribe so you'll always be the first to know when a new episode lands. Also, leave us a review. Tell us what you love and who you'd like to appear on the show next and we'll do what we can to make that happen. We speak to a successful entrepreneur every week, but if you want to keep the conversation going, join our Facebook group, The Business Class. It's an active community for entrepreneurs and business owners to connect and learn from one another. You can also connect with us at The Entourage and all the usual places, that's Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. That's all from us for now. Whatever you've got on your plate this week, we hope we've given you what you need to make it happen.